Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is my friend Gretchen Mahoney. We're not here with Sabrina and Kim today because they're off doing other things, but I finally have a chance to sit down with Gretchen in my office here at Pike Creek Psychological Center with Gretchen because Gretchen's here with me for a staff meeting. We're both therapists here at Pike Creek and we're also homeschool moms. Mm-hmm. Yep, for we've, a long time. Long time. We, we've seen many homeschool adventures together over the years and taught classes at the same homeschool umbrella school. Yes. In fact, Gretchen is the author of the psychology lesson plan guide at sevensistershomeschool.com. So if you're teaching the intro to psych text and you want to kind of upgrade the class and make it more interesting, there's all kinds of activities in that. It's good for individual work or co-ops. It's really cool for co-ops. It's very good. Very easy to use and hands-on. Yeah. Yeah. So so we got we're homeschool moms and we're counselors and that's not what we're talking about today. So what we want to talk about is the military. Okay. That's exciting, right? Yes. <laughs> so Gretchen, tell us a little bit about your homeschool family. Well, I have four adult children now and um I homeschooled the the last three all the way through high school with the help of um the homeschool school in our area. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to name it. Yeah, we, we drop the name sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> Sophia Academy and um, yeah. another one in the area also. But um, I started when when all four of them were young. My oldest one didn't end up um, wanting to homeschool into high school, and so she went to public school. My my um, the rest of them. I, I had learned a lot from the first one, yeah. so I was able yeah. to kind of keep going. But And there's not one right way to educate a kid. You oh, no. do what's we best for each one. Homes, we did public school, private school, homeschool. Yeah, homeschool, umbrella schools, co-ops. Yes. Y'all yes. did everything. We yes. did everything. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I wanted a very hands-on education for my kids. Um, I wanted a safe Education. I wanted um, to be able to talk about spiritual things. Yeah, yeah. With my kids, so um, that's kind of why I did it, and had a lot of support from my husband, and um, it was fun times. Generally, there were some difficult times. <laughs> yeah. I w- I would say that I definitely needed, you know, more support from different kinds of people as they got into high school. Yeah. Um, I, I did not want to teach chemistry or biology. Or yeah. biology labs farmed yeah. those things out. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why we have friends. They right. get Maryland to do yeah. those things with their kids. And I was able to offer things from my yes bent my talents yeah. to help their kids with math and creative things. Yeah. So. You make some cool wedding cakes, by the way. Oh, it's totally <laughs> off topic. Anything artistic, <laughs> yeah. I, I like to copy what yeah. I can see. So uh, what we wanted to really lean into today was the the military for our kids. And you have, tell about your boys going off into the military. Okay. So uh, my girls are on either end of the four kids and my sons are in the middle. And um, my, I guess my father was career Air Force so I think that probably planted some seeds they're very yeah. my kids have always been very close to my dad and proud of him and 
I think we all saw that um, living a life of military, I, I saw that living a life of military had a lot of really good parts to it. Good yeah. Benefits, um, friendships that just spanned the decades that they mm-hmm. still have. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to live different places. I got to, I was born in Puerto Rico because they were, were in the Air really? Force. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just interesting and a lot of good provision for them and mm-hmm. for us as kids. And so... Um, my, my, my kids were able to see or hear from me that that was a good thing. Um, but then, um, my oldest son, Tom, we were looking at colleges Mm -hmm. and we went to visit. He, he did not want to be in the military. He didn't want to be in the military. military. We talked about that a lot. And, um, he really didn't, that's not what he wanted to do. He talked about being a politician or being a sports broadcaster because he can say, anything that they're going to say on a, on a sports broadcast. He's already said it before I've heard it on TV. Um, so we did some different shadowing for those things, but then we, we ended up visiting, um, Liberty university. Yeah. And, um, he just, he had decided by that time that he, he did want to fly, not for the military, but he wanted Uh, to fly. So he had that bug. He had the bug. He's, he was born looking up at the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in our early homeschool years, he would win all the paper airplane throwing contests <laughs> when we were studying flight. This is what homeschooling is about. We have yeah. paper airplane contests. That's right. Yes. So um, we visited Liberty University and some other universities, and we, my husband was in full-time ministry, and I had been homeschooling the kids. We did not have the money for Liberty University. So yeah. we went to talk to the um, head of the aviation department. And he was a retired military and kind of a, a crusty old gentleman. And he just spoke to my son and he said, you know, if you enlisted in the military for four years, it would pay for your college education here at Liberty. Truth. Yep. And so we went home. Um, actually, they took him up in an airplane that day, I remember, and did some, you know, good creative flying um, that put a little... Bad feeling in my stomach that day, remember? <laughs> it was not good for moms, but it was good for Tom's. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. So he, he went home and he decided, you know, that's what he was going to do. Mm. So really it was a financial decision for uh-huh. him. Um, um, so he, uh, what did he do? He worked hard at finishing well in high school. Mm-hmm. And while he was still in high school, we went to the recruiting office and spoke to them and... Um, he had a certain job that he wanted to do in the military, and he asked for that. He had to take the ASVAB test first. Yeah. Had, all right. How do you spell ASVAB? Uh, I believe it's A-S-F-A-B. It stands for something something quotient. I know that's the, the yeah. Q. There's a Q in it. Is it? A-S-B-A-B? You can have to edit that part. Yeah, we're going to have to get set to edit it. Yeah, but anyway, it's the military like placement test. So they look at what kids are good at so there's no way to really fail the test they just want to know what kind of job they want to train them for yes and so he did really well on that um and he had a job in mind continued in his high school classes and started working out because every once you go to the recruiter and sign up they're going to start testing your physical fitness Uh, every week or every month i can't remember no really yes Uh uh-huh so um 
So there came a day when they called him and said, we have a date for you to um, be ready um, to go. And it was after he'd already graduated. And so after graduation, he was kind of at home waiting around a lot. So he had to just wait for them to kind of call him. Yes. So he had made a commitment to the Air Force, yes. but he had to wait for his time. Right. Mm-hmm. They have slots and they you know, have jobs and they have bases that need somebody in that job you know, eventually. And so they, they start working backwards and come up with a date that the, uh, the person leaves for basic training to uh-huh. go train. Tom took the ASVAB test and had a job he wanted. And then the Air Force said, well, this is the one we're giving you anyway. Yeah. Yes, you don't have a lot of control. Yeah. The, the military's needs come before your personal needs yeah. all the time. <laughs> so he um, kept you know, working out and running, which he never was a runner before that, really. But um, anyway, he was um, called and told his date. I think it was October of 2011. Um, I remember that because... He, we drove him to New Jersey where the base, the closest base to us was, where uh-huh. he would go through a bunch of um, testing. Um, I believe, I think the testing was several weeks before he actually left for basic training, but he, he did the testing, which was the first time I felt, you know, like, okay, this is for real, because I didn't go with him. Yeah. He didn't meet his mommy at military oh. testing. Oh. <laughs> um, then he, he ended up going to um, the date that they said, come to New Jersey to this base and we're going to swear you in. Oh. We did go to that. That was uh-huh. um, very, very, very proud moment um, for us. Just, And then he got in a van with a bunch of other kids and he was so tall that he could only fit in the front seat. <laughs> and off he went. And that was the last I saw of him for several months and off he went to basic and so he went to basic training everybody in the air force goes to texas and mm-hmm. he went off to basic training and we didn't hear from him for a while yeah that. and so his job did end up in fuels yes and i, I don't know how much you're allowed to talk about their jobs oh. so yeah well he um he fueled airplanes in, in England for four years, and uh-huh. he actually had the best time of his life. It turned yeah. out to be a really good experience. Um, and then he uh, then he decided that was enough for him. And he came and back he to the States. Came back. Well, he separated at the time that uh-huh. his four years was up, uh-huh. and he came back and started school. So now he is a pretty old sophomore. <laughs> at Liberty University. In aviation, In aviation. Right? Yeah. And now he thinks maybe he might go back in the military at some point. He, Interesting. He sees the benefits of it, uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. So. And then your next sundown also ended up in the military, but a whole different story. Yeah. So. so Christopher had been a part of Civil Air Patrol for most of his high school years. Mm -hmm. Actually, Tom had started that trend also because he knew he needed to get some kind of experience there. But Chris was in Civil Air Patrol, and that Mm -hmm. is, I would highly recommend that for any prior, you know, before you go into any military career because it's very similar thing in training. It's it's a lot of good experience, even for kids who aren't really military bound. Yes, a lot of service Mm -hmm. and a lot of learning history of things mm-hmm. and testing of their knowledge you know on those yeah. things and fitness fitness 
So, yeah. Yeah. So Christopher did that, and he somehow, in, in the middle of that, you know, became his goal to go to the Air Force Academy, or a, an academy, a an service academy. academy. Uh-huh. And so that became kind of his, that's what he was shooting for. Mm-hmm. And so he started really doing some different things in school, in high school, in this homeschool um, school yeah. that we participated with. And any kind of leadership mm-hmm. opportunity, he tried to take that, um, whether it was, you know, student government related or soccer team related. He, he just would go and say, can I be captain? I need it. I need to be captain yeah. so that I can have the things I need for the application. He, he also did, and you have to give him credit for this, he said, like to me, because I was his guidance counselor, what, what do you need? Like, so he wasn't just saying, this is about me. He says, how can I make this work for you? Which is a darn good life skill. Yeah. And it, I made it work for us. Like, when there was a dead deer leg in the <laughs> playground, I said, Christopher, it's good training to be serving. And so he's the one that put on the hazmat suit and went out and removed the dead deer leg. I think he still has the hazmat suit. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was good um, to see him, you know, pick it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he had to take certain classes to get into the Air Force Academy. He went to the local community college alongside his high school classes, and he really he had to really fight for those grades too. Again, you, as his guidance counselor, helped him learn how to. I think the word was grovel. You know, groveling is a life skill, and really talk to teachers mm-hmm. and ask questions and sit mm-hmm. in the front and study and you know put yeah. put it to work yeah because christopher is a good kid and smart very hands-on yeah but he's a very active guy and social and sitting around book learning all day long was not his no. favorite thing but when he got the goal of going to the service academies he was willing to do the kind of work that it took and that was buckle down and work the system and serve and become the quality of person that people could also write reference letters. That's right. And he, he, he the really reference did. letters were so important. Mm-hmm. And he had to develop relationships with people to be yeah. <clears throat> to have them be willing to do that. Yeah. Um, I think his favorite thing that he did was start a ping pong club. You know, just an yeah. initiative that uh-huh. he, he wanted uh-huh. to do that. So, um, but just. Becoming well-rounded, he mm-hmm. he had to really keep track of all the things that he did and had done and how he volunteered and that he not only would sing in the choir, but that he had taken calculus. Yeah. Or, you know, just yeah. he, he was um, involved in a, ra- a well-rounded group of activities. Yeah, it, it really the kids who want to go to the service academies have to be a little larger than life. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he also had to meet with, you know, get a sponsor from the um, government. So like a... A nomination. A nomination. Seek a nomination from one of the, um, at least one of the senators or representatives Mm -hmm. um, in our state of Delaware. So he had to network with them. So he would go, yeah, he did, he can cut that part out. (laughs) Yes, he did. Um, So he had to meet with them and... um, at the last minute on our way to one of the interviews that he got, we had to, we talked about uh, current events, which, uh-huh. you know, I guess maybe that was a weak area for us. Uh-huh. But we talked about current events on the way to the interview, and we, at that time we talked about Syria, and we talked about Iraq, and mm-hmm. some other things, and 
Um, wouldn't you know it, the first question that a colonel in that interview asked him was, what do you know about Syria? Oh my goodness. And he was able to answer it, um, and that that's the one person he got a nomination from uh, and to one academy. Mm-hmm. He, he may have gotten him to more academies, but he got accepted to the Air Force uh-huh. Academy. And so he got God's grace, mm-hmm. I hope I can say that. Yes. Um, really shined upon him in a lot of ways, and I think it still does. And so he's there now. He's getting ready to graduate in May and has just probably been humbled a lot mm-hmm. and grown a lot and um, has a, a future ahead. He's about to head to Texas for flight training in August, I believe it is. So. And before he does that, he's <laughs> headed to the altar. Yes, he is. He's getting <laughs> married in June. So May graduation, a week and a half later, he's getting married and then off yeah. he goes. And married to a homeschool graduate That's herself. Right. Yeah. That's right. Wonderful girl, young lady, I should say. Mm-hmm. So very proud of yeah. of both the boys and, and of Jillian, the fiance, mm-hmm. and all my kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. You have a fine family. Thank you. Yeah. So as their <laughs> guidance counselors, especially with Christopher aiming for the academy, we made sure that he had a powerful high-level transcript, yes. that he did not just take <laughs> average-level courses. Like, he was working top-notch, you know, high-level courses, the, the dual preps of the college courses, and then the courses he did at home were mm-hmm. high-level. So we recorded that on the transcript. And also on the transcript, we made sure that it had the year each of his grades were. So ninth grade was this year, and 10th grade was this year. Because for some reason, the the academies like to see that. So Yeah, they like to see everything. They even mm-hmm. asked about courses that they hadn't heard of before like yeah Christopher took the history of rock yes <laughs> and it was one of the hardest classes he ever took yeah and the the Air Force Academy people came and really wanted to know what that was about yeah was it about rocks <laughs> or was it about music, music. so then he had to talk about that he had course. to explain everything yeah everything yeah. had to be explained and accounted for and yeah he had to talk to you you mm-hmm. guys in the office as well yeah so. we got we got interviewed mm-hmm is they take it very seriously if they're going to have a student in the academies. And he's done well. So he's done all kinds of things while he was there, like being a cheerleader for the football team. Yes, his cheerleader gets to hold young ladies up on his hands and his shoulders and has had a lot of fun with that. Like with one hand, he's this yeah. girl is standing on his hand. Right. I've seen films of that. I didn't know that. until recently that he minored in German. I, he majored in business management, I believe it is. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was minoring in German, but he, that started at, at Mount Sophia. Yeah, from Mr. Took, O'Sullivan teaching that class. a lot of German, yeah. yes. Good times. Yeah. So, so our kids in the old days, it was hard to get our homeschoolers in the military but that is so changed now they just have to be willing to jump through the hoops right just like anybody else yeah i had i was told none of my kids would ever be able to be in the military Mm -hmm. as homeschoolers and i i just kept i chose to keep going with homeschooling Mm -hmm. i didn't know what they would want to do but yeah it's really changed it's worked all right so let's take a minute and talk about being a military mom Okay. So, and and we can talk about the goods and the stressors. So I'm a military mother-in-law myself. So what's it like being a military mom? It It's so full of different emotions all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. It really, it's the most, the sense of um, loss 
every time yeah. they leave your house, they yeah. come home for little visits and then they walk away and there's like the pit in your stomach. It's mm-hmm. terrible. It's horrible. But not that different from all your college students that leave you, I think. Yeah, but, just a little more dangerous. <laughs> um, you pray more for them. Yeah. I shouldn't say that, but I, I do, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just times when you can't be with them, when you want to be with them. I remember mm-hmm. several Christmases when Tom was in England and we couldn't be together, and so we had to have Christmas on Skype. And mm-hmm. It was really sad. Yeah. Um, there's a great sense of pride in, you know, when you see um, the, the national anthem sung mm-hmm. or a flag sometimes or a uniform, you tears come like so fast in yeah. my eyes and you feel kind of silly, but it just, there's this sense of, of welling pride that overflows. Because I really think it, when, when one of our kids or spouse is in the military, we are also in the military. Like we are serving our country because we're standing behind yeah. our, our military person. We are, and, and we sacrifice, yep. too. We sacrifice their presence, and we, mm-hmm. you know, I I keep my phone kind of handy all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I was mentioning, you know, the other day, I I was home alone, um, and I somebody rang the doorbell, and I, I had been taking a nap, and it really startled me. I woke up, and peeked out a window and there was a big black SUV outside the door, outside the house and a man, you know, at the door and I let him kind of go back to the SUV, but it, it definitely got in my brain that I wonder if he's coming to my door to tell me something terrible about my son. Because a military mom does not ever want to see a black SUV out in front of her house. No, and, and I, I had to kind of covertly check in with my son. And, <laughs> check just get him to text me back about something yeah. i didn't tell him i was worried i don't yeah. tell him i'm worried no you, but no, i just checked in and he texted back and so mm-hmm. i was fine and then mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was there's fear there's joy there's pride there's sadness there's you know just hope there's mm-hmm. excitement you know for all the things they get to do and mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. so it's it's um a mixture of things and it's it's a good thing. Yeah, it's also expensive when you have to go to Colorado for graduations and. It's expensive, but hey, he got a free education. He did, so. and and one of the things being a military mom that you have found is that there's Facebook groups oh, for yes. the the kids. For my son that enlisted, there was um, a great moms group. I think it was called Wing Moms, mm. and I still am friends. You know, I think it's. Mm. Seven years later, I'm still friends mm-hmm. with those moms, some of them, and the ones that he went through basic training with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's all kinds of Facebook groups at all the service academies for the moms. Yeah. And we know things before they do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and my my daughter's married to a Navy guy, yeah. and they have military wives. So, you know, each of the shops have their own Facebook group, and uh, so... And then the base has a Facebook group for the wife. So that's how she finds, like, dentists and doctors oh, and auto wow. mechanics. And they all share their experiences. Yes. Yes. So, so they've got a support system because, you know, military families need a little bit extra, like, we know you're there and we care. That's one of the things I'm not looking forward to at, when graduation happens because yeah. we're not going to be in that group anymore necessarily of the class of 2018 we're gonna move on to the base that he goes to oh yeah Uh and we'll still be friends with these people 
you know, but um, it's, it's going to change for us too. Mm -hmm. So if you ran into a young homeschool mom, you know, she's just got a kid starting out in high school and he or she is saying, I want to go into the military, what would you say? I would say act like that now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, act like you have to, you know, be ready for that as soon as, as tomorrow because mm -hmm. just start doing the sp specifically the physical training and the academic training and the leadership experience. Yeah. Those three things, you, you and, and particularly for the service academies, if you've waited till 11th grade to start thinking about it, you've waited too long. You have mm. to be thinking about it ahead of time. And, and they have service academy nights, mm -hmm. you know, in, in our state where the senators come together and talk about it with per, per, prospective students. And we went to all of those. Yeah. And, yeah. and it so. gives them time if they start early, even if they're just thinking about it to learn how to make relationships and to be a like the leadership mm -hmm. in a way that gets develops character but also gets the reference letters right because they matter yes, yes. Yeah. all of that um, yeah I'm getting ready to send out graduation announcements now and all of those people who wrote reference letters are going to get one <laughs> you know, they, I, I know one of those yes <laughs> so they were so crucial and important and, yeah. and valuable to us yeah so so, having watched those boys, I am very proud of both of them. Well, you had a lot to do with it, so thank you. <laughs> so, for moms who are thinking about the military, or have kids thinking about the military, it's good to start exploring early in the process, especially if they're thinking service academies. And there's lots of resources with recruiters, and then you keep really good records. Right. So, yeah. Yes, all of that. and. Just planning ahead a yeah. lot and praying and... First lesson always is the prayer and through the whole time they're in the military. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Gretchen, for spending time with us. And again, you can get Gretchen's lesson plans at sevensistershomeschool.com for the psychology course. And we're, I'm going to put links in the show notes for some of the things we talked about, like the ASFAB, and we'll figure out how to spell it, because I can't remember either. And, uh, you know, just ideas. That, so check out the uh, Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network's um, website and visit us again next time at the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. 